0: Allen Capital Group, Market Commentary, September 2021, Borrowing from the Future. Finance professor Elroy Dimson says, Risk means more things can happen than will happen. Lurking beneath that comment is the sobering realization that if the COVID crisis had never occurred, something just as wild and unpredictable could have replaced it. Throughout our routine lives, we'll experience several low-frequency, high-severity events. Although we'll never know what type of severe development will occur, we shouldn't hesitate to prepare our personal lives, businesses, and investment portfolios to withstand these surprising situations. Disaster's antidote is preparation. In September equity markets reminded us they can fall. Anxiety over monetary tightening, lingering inflation, and political tension helped snap the S&P 500's seven-month win streak. Dipping 4.65% in September, Mr. Market clawed back most of the S&P 500's third-quarter gains. Investors seeking refuge in bonds were disappointed. Starting at 1.31% on September 1st, the U.S. 10-year Treasury climbed to 1.52% by September 30th. As a result, the U.S. Aggregate Bond Index slipped 0.87%, ending the third quarter down 1.55% year-to-date. Risk-free return has seemingly transformed into return-free risk. Like most things worth pursuing in life, investing charges its fee in the form of stress, doubt, Conflicting incentives, uncertainty, hassle, and general nonsense. Warren Buffett says, markets are here to serve you, not instruct you. Understanding that subtle nuance bridges the gap between investing failure and investing success. Crossing Peak Stimulus Easy monetary policy pulls economic growth forward, while tightening pushes growth off. The objective is to be symmetric. Borrowing from the future, extraordinary growth today generally limits growth tomorrow. During the most recent Federal Reserve meeting, Chairman Powell laid the groundwork to taper the Fed's $120 billion monthly bond purchases later this year. The statement read, If progress continues broadly as expected, the committee judges that a moderation in the pace of asset purchases may soon be warranted. Remember, tapering isn't tightening, it's simply easing at a slower pace. Total U.S. economic output, or GDP, has eclipsed pre-crisis highs. The latest GDP quarter-over-quarter growth reading registered 6.7%, well above trend. Reining in easy policy at this point appears to be the appropriate next step. Fed statements routinely declare they will maintain 0% policy, Until labor market conditions have reached levels consistent with the committee's assessments of maximum employment, and inflation has risen to 2% and is on track to moderately exceed 2% for some time. However, the latest jobs report muddied the waters. With just 194,000 jobs added, September was the slowest month for job growth this year. When compared against forecasts of a half million, the report appears even more dismal. As tapering begins later this year, rate hikes remain on the distant horizon. A slowing labor market recovery, coupled with sticky inflation, complicates the Fed's decision to scale back monetary support. We don't envy Jerome Powell at the moment. Stories. Today, most stock valuations are a concrete number, earnings, cash flow, or sales, multiplied by a story about tomorrow paltry interest rates, short attention spans, and the need for instant gratification magnify the story element of the equation. As we all know, we can tell ourselves some wild stories. Naturally, we are drawn to hot narratives at the expense of important, although less popular, concerns and sometimes the truth. Instead of fitting the narrative to reality, we fit reality to the narrative. Crypto, NFTs, and meme stocks serve as examples 1, 2, and 3. Diverging opinions about the future fuel debate between overvalued, fairly valued, and undervalued views. Debate is healthy. The most common way markets fail is when the diversity of opinion decays and most people start believing the same stories. The forward P.E. ratio for the S&P 500 rests at 20.31 well above historical averages. Consensus analyst estimates project robust S&P 500 earnings growth through 2023. Ten companies make up 29% of the S&P 500 index and are primarily responsible for the lofty valuation and grand earnings expectations. If tomorrow's results for these ten companies fall short of today's forecasts, expect revisions in valuation. The more surprising the outcome the more painful the correction. Nobody has a crystal ball. However, future returns for U.S. stocks will likely become more dependent on the remaining 495 companies in the S&P 500 index. We don't pretend to know what the world or markets look like in 5 or 10 years, but expecting that people will always respond to greed, fear, opportunity, risk, uncertainty, and social persuasion In the same way, is a safer bet. Reaching for safety. In years past, investors could typically earn 3-5% to on cash without risk, other than losing purchasing power to inflation. To justify taking any risk, we had to gain at least 5%. Seeking risk wasn't safe, avoiding risk was. Times have changed. In a perpetually low-interest, high-inflation climate, the hurdle rate to justify taking risk is close to zero. Moreover, the enormous accommodative policy of central banks created the perception of a less risky market environment. As a result, some investors incrementally increased portfolio risk. Cash found its way into bonds. Bond allocations reached towards stocks. Stock allocations stretched for private equity, all supporting the rise of crypto, NFTs, and the memes. Some of us overindulge, but that realization only becomes apparent in hindsight. As easy policy recedes, moral hazard and a can't-lose attitude create unstable footing. Even so, the fear of missing out will continue to whisper reassurances in our ear, and it's human nature to listen. When safe investments appear unlikely to provide the returns we need, rushing into riskier investments isn't the answer. This becomes especially true when the reward for taking incremental risk is scarce. Although low-yielding cash can be a poor investment over time, you always want enough to prevent somebody else from dictating your future. Investing success isn't solely about achieving gains. Equally, and perhaps more critically, successful investing is avoiding risks we don't have to take while skipping bets we don't have to make. Conclusion. Massive monetary and fiscal stimulus over the last 18 months pulled economic growth and market returns forward. Whether it's high P.E. ratios, high transaction multiples and buyouts, low bond yields, or low capitalization rates on real estate, and indeed, all of these are interrelated, few markets appear to offer bargains. Today's environment doesn't imply high future returns, but that doesn't mean the stock market is falling tomorrow. Current circumstances should inform our behavior. Work with your advisor to develop an investment approach tailored to your planning realities. One-size-fits-all solutions are a poor idea. To the man with a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Your portfolio is not a nail. Becoming wealthy and staying wealthy are two different skills. The former can be the result of luck, but the latter requires strategy and discipline. Always leave room for the unexpected, a buffer of time, a reserve of cash. You won't maximize every opportunity or squeeze out every last dollar. But what you lose in reward, you gain in safety. Survival is the highest return of all. Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer, Allen Capital Group.